Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. It's Monday. Game time decisions. Red heat and rage. No dog days of summer yet. Yet, yet. World Cup soccer continues tomorrow and a Wednesday championship game on Sunday. NBA Summer League uh, continues, uh, but really, it's the calm before the storm as the Major League Baseball All-Star Game rapidly approaches. It's uh, the midsummer... uh, the midsummer uh, doldrums, I can't. Yeah, I'll give you a little bit of credit, Marenzi. You were talking about Trey Young uh, in the NBA draft being a little bit fragile and hurt, not playing, didn't, didn't play well, and now he's uh, injured for Atlanta. Could be, could, could turn out to be a bad move. I should be an NBA general manager. Yeah. That's what I should you be. You said don't draft him. But I should be a lot of things. <laughs> for somebody that's right as much as I am, I really don't understand how I'm not richer. I don't know. Money management? Late that, night decisions? Yes, yes. That's, uh, uh, that's Doing that's, late shows where people, yeah. come on, come on. Sometimes they poke the bear a little bit, and you you want to make your life more interesting. Gambling at night always spices it up. You're raising good points. Thanks, pal. Um, he's Cam Stewart. I'm Gabriel Morenci. It's, uh, it's Monday. You having fun yet? <laughs> hey, great. It's Monday. Yeah, whatever. Mondays, Sweat, just Tuesdays, Sweat. Wednesdays, whatever. It's, it's all, all the same, yep. It's all the same. It is. Just sweating. Ooh, it's It's hot. Hot in here, buddy. I have the air conditioning. I know, I know. Thank God, I was dripping before. It's hot. Uh, yeah, it's 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 hot outside. It's, uh, it's I summertime. sweat a lot. It's uh, the uh, the summer's in, uh, in oh, full it, effect. It sure is, buddy. Feels like the summer's never really started uh, for me, and uh, here we are. It's already like halfway through. Yeah, we're what we're almost uh, what July. We're July tenth now. Holy jeez, it's, it's flying. The back to school. Back to school commercials uh, will be on TV soon. Staples, binders, 44 cents. I'm down to Walmart and buy a backpack and pencils. Why, so I can jab them through your eye? I always I always know, Cam, it's like football season, though, because of that. The back to school commercials are on TV. And uh, Steve Tasker, like pimping some car. Hi, 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 I'm sorry. Welcome to Wester, New York. Hi, I'm Steve Tasker for Wester. You got your new Subaru yet? (laughs) I like Tasker. He's a multitasker. Football and pimping cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve. A uh, legend in Buffalo. So, yeah, NFL training camps open up pretty soon. Ooh. And you know what, actually? The NFL preseason is pretty actually damn close. So it's it's time to start talking football um, on a more frequent basis uh, right now. Um, Preseason starts August 2nd. August 2nd, so we're talking uh, three weeks. Yeah, what's the date today? July 9th. I think, oh, yeah, I said it was the 10th. Yeah, it's the 9th. Already ahead of day. So, yeah, three weeks and change. Coming up, Marenzi. Coming not, up quick. Yeah, yeah it's not. Uh, Life moves fast, buddy. You especially know Especially as you get older. Oh, I know. 
it's it's it moves at a, a pace I, like I it's it, too fast. It will be college kickoff August twenty fifth before you know it. It's, it's around snap. the corner. Oh, I know. I, I mean, know. look, the World Cup felt long, right? You know, it's, oh, it's June fourteenth till July fifteenth. It's, it's a full month. month, and it feels like a couple of weeks. Feels like it was like I don't know. It started two weeks ago. You Not, br- yeah, you, like, you know what? You're bringing up good points. Now. Doesn't the World Cup feel like it started about two weeks ago? Yes, it doesn't feel like a month event. And it's been it started like twenty four days ago or something yeah. already. You're making me think that time's moving fast. I have to accomplish more things in my life before I get older. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. Where's the bucket list? Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to what you were talking about the other night. Late night bad decisions. Uh, yeah. I'm starting to think that uh, alcohol doesn't help achieve. Oh, God, uh, achieve, no. Achieve anything. I've had some no. of my worst losses drunk because you have no fear. You go to the ATM machine, you put in the number, ah, lay it down. You go, oh, geez, I don't have a problem. I'll like just take alcohol, alcohol and gambling doesn't mix, but like, what does alcohol really mix with that ends well? Like alcohol and boating, does that end well? Yeah, if you want to hit somebody's dock, yeah, or rocks, like alcohol. No, uh, yeah, you're alcohol right. and driving doesn't end well. Basically, yeah, alcohol and other, alcohol and gambling doesn't nope. end well. Alcohol and drugs, double trouble. No, you're right. It's uh, alcohol is <laughs> just if, a, a savage. If you go beast. down the list, like no, it's I not know. like, not like it's sort of like uh, Coca Cola. Oh, it's great with pizza. It sure is. It just is. Oh, you great call. I mean? Great like, call. Actually, like it's a good campaign. Like you walk down actually, the street, and you, know you see outside a restaurant, but it works with everything. I see it. Like I see a Greek restaurant. I know one Coke goes yeah. great with a gyro. It sure and does. Like yeah, you know yeah. what? It actually does. But with pizza, the best. You see, like a plate of ribs. Oh, oh Coca Cola goes great with chicken and ribs. I am going to say, You're like you know yeah. what it does. <laughs> know what, Marenzi? One thing. One. Know what? Well, food goes really well with a nice cold brew, not just like bratwurst, whatever. Curry. Oh, like curry, I, oh, yeah, curry yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. beer is some kind of magical mix I found out about. Yeah, Joe yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. cooked up some curry, and he goes, you got to try with a beer. I usually have it with a Coke, right? I go, wow, man, it's like flavor country with beer. I never knew curries and alcohol. Ooh, Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. See? See? but not, not, not vodka. See? Beer for that one. Beer's not really drinking anyway. Well, no, you don't want to be pounding vodka back down with your butter chicken. No, it does not help. But, but beer, <laughs> savory. Although, <laughs> although... Vodka is a drink that really does go with anything. Like, oh, on a hot summer day, like, definitely. I, I don't know. I'm not talking about a hot summer day. I'm talking about when All you're wasted. Time. Yeah. When yep. you're wasted and it's three in the morning, four in the morning. Vodka works with anything. But milk. Like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't consider vodka. Even milk. though, even though you can make kind of like a white Russian kind of with it or a black what? Russian. You've actually mixed vodka and milk. Yeah, that's why. Why not? Everyone, everyone's done it. When you don't have Kahlua I've and you gotta make a white. It. No, that's white Russian. Vodka, milk. The Big Lebowski used cream. Table cream. <laughs> the thirty percent, dude. Kind. That's what. That's what a white Russian is. It's actually. Yeah. I, I, it just the problem with those drinks is it's just. They got to be made. It's yeah. got to be made perfect. And it also gives well. you a gut rot, like a lot of vodka and milk. It's just not a good combo <laughs> down there. I've never done it. Oh, I, I've gotten pissed on white Russians. Like before. vodka works with any soda. Oh, any soda. Yep, you're right. Like vodka and ginger ale is good. Vodka and Seven Up is good. Vodka and Sprite's good. Amazing. Vodka and Coke is good. Vodka, vodka root Pepsi. beer, delicious. Vodka root beer. Yep. Vodka and lemonade's awesome. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah, vodka, just like great, just grapefruit. Yeah, just you take any it. typical no. lemonade you have in your fridge. Yeah. Pour a little vodka in it. Oh yeah, it's going to be great. You know what I do with vodka? I buy those forty-eight cent. I find you get punches. pretty drunk off yeah. of vodka and lemonade, though. No, because it's so refreshing. There's something about it. It's like this: you drink like six, four, four to six glasses of vodka lemonade, you'll be feeling it after. Oh, it's true. You'll be feeling it. So yeah, I was feeling it. I drank uh, quite a few uh, Smirnoff ices at the. Uh, Toronto Argonaut 
what? Edmonton Eskimo football game. Tight game, Morency. Tight game. Yeah, yeah, I'm 0 for 2 picking games going to these games. I'm yeah, you, you got to stop going to these games. <laughs> oh, Edmonton will kill them. Argos come out. It's 12 nothing before it even Me starts. Me go to the home opener. We oh, load up. I put 500 bucks on the Argos. Oh, they lose like 46-6 or something night, like nightmare, that. Nightmare, nightmare. So uh, this week I go, and I'm like, man, Edmonton will win. Like I'm like, you know, I don't think they'll blow them out, but they should be able to win. I had to, like, tease to the over and stuff. I don't know what it is. Like, every damn team I have in the CFL this year almost, Cam. Like, I don't know if you watched the game. Did you watch the game? Yes, I did. I watched the entire game. Did you see Edmonton, Edmonton like, Edmonton, march down, yeah, and, like, on the two-yard line? Interception, like, mistakes, I know. It, 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 it almost felt, felt rigged. It happened one. It happened twice in front of yep. me. They scored a touchdown. I was like, finally, all right. They take a lead. Four, and it's like, no, no. Yep. No, no, five yards. And I could tell the guy was offside. I was right there. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're offside. They're going to call this. So they did. And uh, then after, they're on the seven-yard line. It's one of those things. I knew they weren't going to score. Yeah. And I wasn't wasted yet because the game was early, right? So I'm kind of <laughs> sober. And I'm just sort of watching them. I'm like, receiver slips. I'm like, come on, guys. One thing I realized, that's the thing I noticed about the CFL. Like, the players, they make great catches. They're good players. They make good plays. But the reason they're in the CFL is because of stuff like that. Like, they'll line up two yards offside. Bad routes. Yeah, bad Not routes. Not crisp. They're very careless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Small mistakes. They're in their own little world, I noticed. Like, um, especially Edmonton. Like, I, I was up close to the field, so I was really watching and taking it all in. And, man, Mike Riley, every damn play, man, he had to yell at the wide receivers, yeah. hey, over yeah, there, yeah, yeah. move. And, like, it was really – the Argos were a little bit more organized – that they that they, they came out after Man, winning the Grey Cup like dog crap. That's I could why. tell like Mark Trestman really wanted the game too. Yeah. He was really I was watching him closely. He was really into it. Spread went down from five to three. Franklin Here. played well. Yep, he did. You know, but uh, it was a good good time. Uh, good time at the game, and then uh, Saturday night, of course, Daniel Cormway Cormier is now the UFC heavyweight champion. Big underdog, buddy. You cash, and so did uh, Derek Lewis. Is a big underdog, beating Agano. The two heavyweight underdog fights, night. big uh, big underdogs hit. And then Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar come. I know it's, this guy's unbelievable. He won't go away. This I guy. know Brock Lesnar's like a parasite. He's like, yeah, come on. So his so what are we gonna do with his wrestling then? He's done. He's got uh, I don't know. Like, like the WWE's not gonna continue to let let, let him fight. His uh, contract is up in August. Yeah, only. So he's gonna be done, and then he's gonna fight Cormier. So he's gonna lose in the W. Yep. That's one thing we could bet on if you're betting on it. I don't even think they'll put that one up. It's My so bookie got AG. Yeah, I know. You know what's funny though. People were freaking convinced, Cam, he was going to lose like two months ago because this UFC stuff's been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. People were convinced he was going to lose two months ago, and he didn't. And they were like, oh, maybe he's not going to the UFC. So I don't know if it's SummerSlam or whatever the hell it is coming up in August. There's, yeah, I think it is SummerSlam. He's appearing, and basically it's like, well, they don't have a choice. But the thing is... The WWE and the UFC are clearly working in conjunction together with this stuff. Yep. He's still under contract to the WWE, yet there he was in a UFC octagon on Saturday. Yeah. Just Ronda per Rousey, perfectly, perfectly placed. Ronda Rousey is in the WWE. Paul Heyman, his advocate. advocate yeah. you got to love Paul Heyman. Paul, Heyman. Paul Heyman's awesome. Paul Heyman's <laughs> tweeting out all the time and yeah. stuff about this, and he's including the UFC and WWE in the same tweet. Mm. And I'm just stating that Maybe he won't lose. Like, they, there's, a, there's a thought that basically, yeah, he'll come to the UFC, he'll fight, and he'll be back and he'll be on Monday Night Raw the Monday night after. I know what I would like. like. He's yeah. the only one That's of the true. few guys who can get away with this and just do both. I got to tell you something, though. Cormier will kill him. And the only difference is now is because the, you know, WWE tests for steroids, but not as diligent. It's not the same as 
as you know, the UFC, he doesn't have a choice. Yeah. He needs to enter into the USDA WADA drug pool. Oh, that, there's a lot. There might be a lot of stuff in Brock's system. Yeah, well, clearly they waited though. Good they, call. They waited. Yeah, a couple. they know how long it could take to get out the year, like how many months or something. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Because, like they I said, this has know. been going on for months. Because most guys would just be, yeah, I'm back in the UFC. Yeah. But with Brock, it's different. Not to mention, dude, he's failed drug tests twice now. Like he kind of makes a mockery of it, to be honest with you. Like it's not, it's not cool what he does. No. Like he basically retires, comes back, back, gets juiced up, yep. makes a lot of money, and fails the drug test after, but doesn't care because he's retired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, okay, I'm back. And then he waits it out. Two years later, he'll come back again. And he, it's, he's done this twice already. Uh, you know, and Mark Mark Hunt already said, "I know you're going to juice up," and then he did. He did again. Yep. Like he just does because he knows there's no punishment. What's Vince McMahon going to tell him? Oh no, I'm not going to put you on Monday Night Raw. I can tell you a lot of wrestlers probably want him to leave WWE the way he hurts them during uh, matches. Yeah, but he's never there anyways. Yeah. He's a part-timer. <laughs> he's hardly yeah. there. I mean, That's true. He only but appears you, like you, once a month or hey, something. Hey, you, you, know, you know mixed martial arts a hell of a lot more than, than most people. I'm going to say I, I, Not I, too I, well, I would say I would say Cormier will kill Lesnar. No, I believe Cormier will beat him easily. Brock yeah. Lesnar, how's his cardio? That's one thing. He's a big guy, but he runs out of gas quick. You know, Lesnar Lesnar was a monster and a beast in the UFC, but that was five, seven he's years He's 40 ago. years old, Gabe. Yeah. 40. Like, he's, yeah, he's getting older. Yeah. And he's been on and off of steroids a lot, which isn't good for the body. He's had a near-death experience with his stomach, which I believe was caused by, by all the stuff that he's done over the years. Probably, yep. I mean, look at the guy. I mean. He's a freak. Yeah. He's a tough dude, though. Like, no, you know, I, know, I give yeah. him credit. Like, he's not... He, he really, doesn't back away from fights. No, he really will fight anybody, too. Like, a lot of people will come to the UFC, and they'll handpick, and, oh, you know what I mean, behind the scenes, they give him a guy. I believe it. When Dana White said, you know, Brock Lesnar says, I'll come back, he doesn't ask for an opponent. No. Like You he say, you are fighting this guy, he, doesn't, he says yes. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. say, oh, I want this, this, or this, or this guy. He basically tells, he basically tells Dana, I want the, the toughest possible guy you can give me. He wants the biggest fight possible. Like, he hasn't ducked one person in the heavyweight no, division. He's a killing machine. So now he's getting Cormier. Yeah, that's, uh, which be careful what you wish for. isn't easy just to walk in off the street after a couple of years and get into a cage with Cormier. Exactly. Cormier's going to knock him out. Yeah, that'd be great. Actually, I'd, li- I'd like to see Brock get knocked out. It would really make me happy. I used to, like, I, I really enjoyed watching uh, Overeem kick the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Velasquez as well, but... He's been beat up a couple of times now, so I've lost my vengeance for blood. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we've seen him get beat up a couple of yeah. times, Brock, now. He comes back, too. Like, Cain Velasquez guy. drilled him pretty good. And uh, Overeem, Overeem knew he had a weak stomach. <laughs> and Overeem just kneed him right yeah. away. Like, he just went right for the stomach, kneed him in the stomach. Brock collapsed, like, right away. And Overeem just <laughs> <laughs> Overeem got in there. But Brock is healthier now, and he's he is going to be a bigger man than Cormier is. But it, it yeah. won't matter because Cormier is a great wrestler. So Lesnar can't really just take him down and do stuff to him because Cormier's be, he'll be ready for him. Cormier is a very good wrestler, and Cormier's stand up is way better. As you saw, he just <laughs> knocked out Myosik. Is his only loss to John Jones? Yeah, twice. Yeah, that well, who can, what, what, John Jones is up the top of the That's pyramid. That's the thing. Like, so he's only amazing. lost to one guy. The best. Yeah, to John, he can beat anybody else. Yep. And what, what that shows you, too, is that basically John Jones is going to be the heavyweight champion. Yes, it does. He's going to, if he ever comes back. Yeah, who knows? He's out bowling with guys, remember? 
All right, so we've got Mike Blewett who will join us on the program. We'll talk some World Cup with Blewett. We'll talk uh, Major League Baseball All-Star game. It's on the 17th, so yep. it's next Tuesday. That's when we do our fantasy meeting. That's where we do our annual general meeting, pay the dues, protect our players. It's a big, big time it's of the year. It's a big, big time of the year. Oh, yeah, it's big time. The Midsummer Classic. No longer for home field advantage, actually, in the World Series. They changed that last li- year. I kind of like that. You don't want that game for home field advantage. Yeah, the All-Star yeah, the game's still cool anyways. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about that, a little NBA uh, talk uh, with Mike Blewett uh, as well. And uh, today is the day we've been uh, promising we're going to give away two tickets to the World Series. Yep. It's finally here. It starts. Marenzi's got questions. We've Do you got, have answers? We've got two tickets to a World Series game. No joke. We're going we're gonna to fire off some questions at you. You're going to have to answer four of them in a row. You're going to have to round the bases. And uh, we'll send you to the World Series. Well, we'll give you two tickets to the World Series. Correct. You've got to get there on your own. That's true. Still pretty cool. Whatever. In other words, you're going to New York or Boston, people. (laughs) Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game Time Decisions, Red Eat Rage Radio. I'm Gabriel Retz alongside Cam Stewart. Mike Blewett will join us a little bit later on. Drew Dinkmeyer will join me at 6 o'clock. We'll talk some DFS with the millionaire, one of the best in the business. Drew Dinkmeyer. Whose wife's a great baker, too. Specialty cakes. Nice-looking cake. Oh, beautiful cake. Layered, strawberries on top, delicious. So at uh, 5 o'clock, in the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to try to give away a couple of tickets. We'll see if people are up for it. Question's going to be start easy, I know, get uh, a little bit tougher as we go. I know we've got a lot of listeners, but people are shy in today's day and age. <laughs> Social media, right? Everybody just types away. You can't type the answers in, people. No, you got to come on. you got to call us. Uh, you got to call in. And I know uh, I know a lot of you, uh, we've been tweeting about this all day, so I know a lot of people are going to uh, take their shot. you got nothing to lose. All you got to do is, uh, you know, you might uh, win two tickets to the World Series. You might just yeah. embarrass yourself on the radio. It's no big deal. <laughs> no, no embarrassment. Uh, hey, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Not gonna just give them away. No, no, the questions they're not um, they're not impossible to answer, but they're challenging. Yeah, that's good. You'll have to know. You know, you have to if you if you know baseball, and also you know you can't um, you can't look things. Oh, up. there's got to be a time limit. Yeah, good call. Because you know in today's world, ding, ding, it's got to be ding. a quick, rapid fire so answer. What do you, how many seconds do we give them? Uh, Two. Two, I, was, two I was thinking 10, but uh, yeah. two. Uh, like five-ish. <laughs> 10. Because I know what people are going to do. Can you repeat the question? And then oh, yeah. That's a good, as, good as call. As repeating the question, they're going to be looking. No, and no more can you repeat the questions. Good call, Maretzi. That's a But 10 seconds, I don't think you can look it up totally in 10 seconds. No. you got to give them time. Somebody, to well, somebody's going to try, no matter yeah. what. They're going to they're gonna try to cheat us. 
We can we'll hear the typing though too. Yeah, good call. If you can, you know. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, if you're able to look things up that fast, you probably deserve it anyways. Like if we ask Cam, like we ask Cam to look something up right now, it'll take him like 22 minutes. He that's, wouldn't be able to. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. What? You hear my my big meat there? Yeah. Finger. <laughs> it's like a horse galloping. <laughs> I'm at Belmont. Yeah, that's no, true. Uh, our boy Pushy seems to be excited. Yeah, you gonna call in Pushy? I like Pushy. Pushy, no, no. I'll tell you a story about Pushy too. He loves free stuff because uh, he was the one who told me to get my uh, twenty-five dollar gift card for the Loblaws, the grocery store. Like Pushy's one of the first. He loves to get stuff for free. Pushy's in. I know he'll. Yeah, be where, where are you at, Pushy? <laughs> Great handle, <laughs> Pushy. <laughs> uh, pushy, we want to push you. We want to push you to the World Series. Series that's right. Give you a nice push. Like I said, two tickets uh, to, to the World Series. Two tickets to a World Series game. Anywhere. Yeah, you know what? Um, well, it'll be better if it's, uh, like, closer. New York, Boston? It'd be better if it was, like, closer to uh, to where wherever it was. Considering yeah. two tickets to the World Series, though, it's, you know, spend a couple hundred bucks uh, on a plane ticket. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. Exactly. Where do you think the World Series is going to be? When everything's said and done, Houston. Houston? Yeah. Again? Again. I'm thinking L.A. Boston. L.A. Boston? Yeah. That's nice. That would be great. The networks would love that one. Or, or L.A. New York. And it's Perfect. Speaking, speaking of baseball here, there's a lot of talk about the Montreal Expos uh, returning. Uh, the group of investors in Montreal had a uh, – um, they had a um, – we sort of had like a, a uh, get together, powwow, a consortium, mm. yeah, a yeah, consortium meeting, focus group. That's the word I was looking focus for. Group. Focus group. Focus <laughs> group. <laughs> like they're getting serious. Like they basically met like average people in Montreal. Would you go to a game? How many games a year would you go to? You know that. Oh, getting the, get, getting the the research. And yeah. How many people? Yeah. How many would you buy season tickets? How oh. many people would buy season tickets? Almost like, like a sports met, census. Yeah, they met with like yeah. local businesses. All right, or how, would you guys be in? Who's in? Who's out? Yep. Like this is getting realer right now. All right. Um, oh, there's actually a survey here. Um, I'll, I'll pimp this survey out. Uh, actually, focus group conducting an online survey to gauge further interest in the return to baseball. <laughs> Sorry, I just <laughs> Sunny Vegas on Twitter. He's like, he called your cell phone to get to get on the air for the trivia oh, okay, question. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the? Hell? He goes, I'm calling your phone now. I'm I like, just no, heard. No, it's at five o'clock. I just heard my phone going off. Is that Sunny it, Vegas? It was Sunny Vegas. He's like, I'm calling in now. Dear I'm like, God. that's. I just went on Twitter. I'm like, I Sunny, yeah, yeah, Sunny, it's on the radio, buddy. Sunny, five five o'clock radio. <laughs> I told you. I told you. <laughs> I know it was hilarious. <laughs> oh man! All right, here's uh, let's. Uh, I'll quickly take the uh, the survey here. So this is from the Montreal Expos. Yep. What is your age? Under 18, 18 to 25, 26 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 yeah. to 54, 35 to 44. I'm in uh, 26 to 34. <laughs> man, uh, I gotta go 45 to 54. All right, next. Am I a member of the media? No. What do you mean, no? No, we're not. We just, we do a show. What do you mean, no? We're broadcasters. Yeah, I'm a member of the media. It's a pretty simple question, Ken. 
Look how Cam does what? So you're not in the media? You don't think hosting a radio show is being I guess, in the media? Yeah, we're in the media, I guess. I just uh... Cam thinks he's like blackballed, like uh, you know, by by mainstream. As in, in an hour, he'll be on the John Oakley show yeah. selling pizza. Yeah, that's the only guys who call me back. It's not exactly being blackballed. <laughs> So, yeah, Cam, I don't know if I need to explain the term media to you, but... I get it. Yes, like if you were on multiple radio stations, yes, it means you were in the media. True. Uh, Yes, am I in the media? Okay. We appreciate you taking the time. That's the survey? That's it? (laughs) Two questions? I thought you said how many times, how many games would you go to and all that other stuff. That's a pretty crappy Uh, survey. That's a bad... How old am I and am I in the media? Yeah, that's kind of (laughs) weird. Doesn't feel like a survey to me. Basically, one thing that you know, though, like if 100 people tell you they're going to buy tickets, it means, means like fit, one of them. I mean, yeah, that's a great point. Maybe two. Like two, like basically, you know. I'd say at, at most 10. I'd say 10% of 100. People, yeah, generally you're not going to get, you know. It's easy for people to say, oh, yeah, I'd buy yeah. season tickets. But and then after, oh, I can't because, you know, you know my wife's having a baby. They aren't costly. I just bought a house. I've got to stop gambling. <laughs> People, uh, you know, people have a lot of excuses for a lot of different things. True. Very true. Right, the Montreal Expos uh, return, you know, it'll probably happen in about uh, three, four five, years. Four, four or five years? Three, four years. When, when their collective bargaining agreement is up, baseball, they're going to bring two teams in. It'll be Montreal and, uh, and somewhere else. So we'll talk uh, with Mike Blewett about, uh, about the World Cup uh, right now, France. France are the favorites uh, to, to win this thing right now. And really, you know, it's hard to think that the winner of the France-Belgium game won't be the team to end up winning it all when it's all said and done. France are uh, in the plus 200 range right now, plus 200. England, plus 250. Belgium, plus 275. Croatia, plus 450. And I was tweeting out pictures of Croatia's um, president earlier and yeah, we might have a uh, we might have a winner for as far as um, hottest politician, hottest politician like in the world type thing. As um, not too many politicians that uh, have beach uh, bikini shots like uh, the president of Croatia does. Oh, Kalinda Grabber Kotorovic. I like the Grabber Kotorovic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like oh, the grabber. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Yeah, Kalinda Grabber Katorv, yeah. 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 Grabber. Yeah. yeah. She loves, you're very friendly. All right, let's see uh Images. All right, so you click on images there. Yep. Boy, I got images. Yeah. And you scroll down. Yeah, she's very, uh, very pretty. Yeah, you see her. Wait till you see her in a bikini, though. Okay. I keep scrolling. All right, I better help Cam with this. Oh, here we go. I found this, it. This kid might take a while. I found it. Yes. Oh. Hello. American model, Croatian president. Okay. What's going on here? Jeez. Yeah. You bring up good points. Like if, you win the, if you win the World Cup and you get to meet her, it's a pretty good incentive. Yeah, I agree. Screw the White House. You get to meet her? We haven't had any sleazy offers, actually. It was actually in Chile, I think, or it was Peru last time. 
usually Mexico does it too. There's always like porn stars that say they'll bang the whole team if the team wins the World <laughs> Cup. It's usually a good uh, publicity grabber. Yeah, exactly. Grabber. Yeah, that's awesome that her name is, is Grabber Katorovic because, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to grab her <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, she's she's going viral right yeah. now. Her celebration is going viral. And uh, once people saw the celebration, people are starting to uh, dig a little deeper onto the Internet. And they're like, ooh, look at Grabber uh, Katorva. <laughs> That team's been pretty lucky, though, to win on uh, kicks both times. Playing with five. I don't know. England's looking pretty good, Gabe. Got to give the Brits a lot of credit, man, especially on these uh, yeah, tw- Twitter. Pieces. They look good. Twitter's blowing up. What, with her? Oh, yeah. 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 People uh, People yeah. want to uh, move to Croatia yeah. because of her. Croatia. People like her, too, because she doesn't. Uh, she sits with the fans. She sits with the fans, and she doesn't have security with her. Nice. She's pretty crazy. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. The pre- the new president of uh, of Mexico says he doesn't need any security either, which that's not going to end well. No. <laughs> she's a woman of the people. Yeah, and plus there's security in the soccer stadium. Yeah, so that's true. It's not like she's walking around. Oh, yeah. Hey, alone. hey, everybody. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll be packed with security. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, everyone's talking about her worldwide right now. She's uh, She's the it girl of the World Cup right now. As uh, Croatia and England, she'll be there on uh, on Wednesday. And uh, meanwhile, in England, um, I guess they're just drunk like 24 hours a day right now. The party continues. Yep. As they continue to sing, it's coming home. It's coming home. And um, they're getting pretty wasted over there, man. It's like they're running around naked and stuff. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen you, man. There's a lot of pasty white people yeah, oh, out that's, there. That's like, the thing. That's the thing about. They were all in the sun the other day. Yeah. It was just like white. You could see they're all sunburnt. And they're all just pissed drunk. Yeah, oh, Gabe, I'm going to tell you something. I went on a cruise with a lot of Brits, and they're like, they're like the guys that the crew worries about. Not me with like all my extra plates of food and whatever. Like they are disgraces, flicking butts in the pool, running around drunk. You know what I mean? Yeah, just absolute savages at, the, at dinner, too. Yeah, you said it, man. I've been on a, that cruise ship with a lot of Brits, and man, they tore that boat apart. Animals. All right, uh, so uh, here we didn't take us long. Here it is. Idiotic England fan slammed after shouting at police dog for being German. <laughs> German Shepherd. <laughs> wow. English fans have been slammed after shouting at a police dog for being German. Dorset police dogs condemned the drunken idiots who targeted one of their German shepherds on Saturday. Oh, God. They tweeted to all the lovely football fans this evening. Uh, we thank you. It was a lovely meeting to all the idiots who just want to this the police. The world just went out to get drunk and shout out our police dog for being German and throw stuff around. We're sorry you can't handle the sun. Celebration and drink. Booze-fueled English supporters swarmed the streets and caused mayhem after they made it to the semifinals for the first time since 1990. A day of drinking led to fans scaling traffic lights Riding on bonnets, lighting flares with one set of supporters, invading Ikea. Oh, here we go. Singing, it's coming home. Because they beat Sweden. Yeah, great. So, so they invaded so an so you, Ikea. So you go smash the Ikea stuff? Great. Good call. <laughs> Ikea furniture is not that strong, though. 
it's just, no, they, they, yeah, Harry, we've had I've had a lot of IKEA product. They don't last. British fans are they're just they're animals. I told you, savages. Like he did just piss tanks, pure unadulterated piss tanks. We'll drink all day and night. It's all you know. World Cup idiots put damper on celebrations. After England made it through the World Cup for the first time uh, to the semis in 28 years, supporters are being called mindless idiots after smashing cars and damaging property around the country. An ambulance car was danced on top of in London. A taxi was flipped over in Nottingham, and uh, police reported uh, receiving 999 calls. Fans also stormed a local Ikea. (laughs) Shouldn't you be happy that you're winning? Why are you uh, damaging uh, people's property? I don't like that. Like, what do you do when you're happy? You don't, you don't smash cars or jump on ambulances. You just get drunker and happier, usually. <laughs> These idiots, yeah. I got the video here. These idiots are in a, I'll retweet it. They're in a, yeah, uh, yeah they went into an Ikea store. and they started smashed it? They're not smashing it, but they're jumping up and down on the sofas and stuff. (laughs) They're really into this coming home thing, too. It's coming home. It's coming home. I don't know. France and Belgium are pretty good. I think you might make it to the final, maybe, but maybe not. Croatia, it's no lock. I think they're going to riot in England if they lose. That's a good point. Like, if they're getting doing this when yeah. they're winning, yeah. what are you going to do when you lose? They're going to be all smashed. The games are on at 2 o'clock here, but it's 8 o'clock at night there, too. So it'll be all ten, it'll be 10 o'clock at night when they hit the streets after. They're going to yeah. be all wasted yeah. and stuff. Great point. It's not going to end well. The Brits are really knocking down the price, too. Like, plus 137 for them to win in regulation and injury time? That's way too low. should be way higher than that. These guys. Kent police are team. investigating. Kent police. <laughs> after a, a five-year-old girl's scooter was allegedly clipped by a car. Oh, wow, they hit, some, they hit a girl. Drunk driving. The girl was uninjured, but officers uh, have been in touch with the vehicle's registered to Keats to find out who was driving a car. And a man climbed on top of a lamppost, got stuck up there. <laughs> that's, that's the best. <laughs> got stuck up there. Bunch of idiots uh, let off a bunch of smoke bombs yeah. inside of a pub. Yeah, that's great. Seems like Flares. The, seems like the city of Nottingham went the hardest. Like Nottingham, Nottingham, like yeah. Here it is. Yeah, here Nottingham basically started smashing things up, and they went Philly style. <laughs> Look at these d- drunk idiots in Norfolk. <laughs> They're everywhere. Nottingham Forest, yeah, that, they used to be in the premiership years ago, but uh, not so much anymore. Yeah, they're into uh, they're they're into this uh, World Cup as uh, as you can possibly be. Mike Blewett's into it. France plus two hundred, England plus two fifty, Belgium plus two seventy five, Croatia plus four fifty. I think the winner of France or Belgium will be the World Cup winner. Mike Blewett next. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Get your season ticket to Fantasy Glory now with the 2018 Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. It's not just a draft kit. It's a full season package that takes you from draft day to championship week. And if you get your in-depth analysis from some of your favorite FNTSY sports radio experts, including Fantasy Hall of Famer Scott Engel, 2017 Rankings Accuracy Champion Jake Seeley, High stakes veteran Matt Modica. Go to rotoexperts.com. Use code WINNER to get 10% off on the exclusive Edge package and set aside a spot uh, for the mantle on the mantle for that uh, 2018 championship trophy. I don't really care about trophies. I want the cash. Cash, 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 cash. We want the cash, baby. All right, uh, speaking of cash, we're not giving away cash, but it's the next best thing because uh, we're giving away two tickets to the World Series. We're going to start taking calls in about uh, 15 minutes' time. We'll uh, give you the number in a couple of moments' time. Let's bring in uh, Mike Blewett uh, right now. Steps up and in, Mike Blewett. Always a pleasure, Mike. How you doing? What's up, fellas? Hope you're having a good Monday. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, so, yeah. so far, so good. We'll take, we're going to take yeah. uh, questions. We're doing some uh, baseball trivia soon, so I look forward to uh, – we're going to try to give away two tickets to the World Series. We'll see if yeah, we're able to I'm, do it. I'm excited about people having the chance to do it. It obviously supports a really good cause in DKMS, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be listening. Yeah, and one of the guys uh, who said he's calling in said he's going to take me uh, if he wins, too. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, I'm down that, with that. That's, yeah. a real good, that's a real good. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Since, yeah might, uh, since, I mean, for, to, to be honest, for that guy, uh, it might be a push. He wins the tickets. He's got to go with you. <laughs> I thought, like, they really wanted to get a lot of calls. I figured they should have said they got to beat me with the tickets, right? Like, then we would have gotten more women calling in. There you go. All right, for the record, we didn't bring this up earlier, but um, Travis Pastrana easily uh, crushed Evil Knievel's jumps. And, you know, there really wasn't a lot of drama as far as I was concerned. No, there wasn't. It's a hell of a lot easier to do it now in 2018 than it was in 1971 and et cetera when he tried yeah. to pull this off or 67 when he first did it or whatever. Yeah, he said he had rolled an old-school bike, but the bikes of today, even old-school, are a hell of a lot better than Evil Knievel's bike. Yeah. You know, and so um, And much safer. And yes, much I, safer. I mean, he tried. I, I can't believe some Paul will be able to do it. It's like, guys, he's done crazier things in the X Games. Then, then what? Yeah. They, that was easy. What he had to do for his standards. Absolutely. I mean, I, I actually. So, give me, give me a sense of what was the record that he was trying to break. Well, he was just. It was to recreate. It was 141 feet. So it was yeah. basically the because the other ones were easy. The 16 buses yeah, and he, all that type. He, he stuff. actually changed it though. He went up to and whatever. Like he made the numbers a bit tougher. Yeah. Due to, yeah. Due, due to the times, but. He crushed them anyway, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, so he went 141 feet in the air over the uh, over the Caesars um, over the Caesars wow. fountain, uh, landed easily, and uh, that's it. I want to see him yeah. do what Evil Can Evil wanted to do and uh, do the like the shark shark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Evil Can Evil really was going to jump over like live sharks, 
We told the story last week, Mike, but during the rehearsal, he crashed. And, like, he he wiped out and he crashed right into a cameraman. (laughs) And uh, He was no no Arthur Fonzarelli. No, no, exactly. Well, that's exactly. They they copied that. It was his idea that they they copied after the old Jump the Shark. But it was crazy. He said he couldn't watch that crash for 19 years, that he felt so bad. And it's funny because he, he told people how, like, the cameraman that he hit was blinded and stuff yeah. after in one eye. Wow. And even they said, no, no, it's not true. The guy wasn't blinded. No. He was all right after. <laughs> like, but Evil Knieva was, like, traumatized for some reason. Like, of all the crashes, he couldn't watch that crash. He said he didn't watch it for 19 years, uh, the, the shark crash. But uh, nevertheless, all right, Mike, so we got, uh, we got the uh, World Cup. We're down to the Final Four right now. Uh, I was talking about uh, a couple of things of significance here. Number one, how hot the president of Croatia is. And uh, (laughs) number two, how idiotic uh, the drunken Brit fans uh, can be. (laughs) Did you hear hear me? Did you hear what I just said? That they actually screamed and tried to attack a police dog because the dog was German. German Shepherd? Wow. Well, I mean... (laughs) When you compare it to what happened in Philadelphia with people trying to inject yeah. excrement and punching horses, I'd say, you know, we're at least on par in certain cities. No, I know. And that's the thing, too. Like, the, the London paramedics are disgusted that people danced atop their, their van. It's like, yeah. dude, like, you're lucky they didn't yeah. flip it and smash it. Like, they danced on, yeah. like, it's just funny, the Brits. Like, how dare you dance on her? Like, they're... they're yeah. They're, they're not happy with the Americanization of the celebrations, it seems like. <laughs> i got to be honest. The, the one thing that I was looking at as this bracket started coming together was because of the issues at the Euros, I was sort of concerned as to whether or not England would face Russia because of what happened at the Euros yeah, yeah, with yeah. a lot of the, the club um, – a lot of the, the, the supporters that are in the uh, sort of street gangs or whatever you want to call them, we're going to face off against one another. I'm searching for the word that they use for it right now. But in any event, I thought hooligans. that they were on a collision course. Yeah, yeah, like hooligans, basically. Yeah. Um, drinking and challenging each other to fights. And remember in Paris, they had, or all over France, and specifically in Paris, they had to set perimeters around certain stadiums where – there was no alcohol being served, and I was just wondering if they were on kind of a collision course for that. But uh, obviously, Croatia took care of Russia. Well, it seems yeah. seems to have been pretty peaceful, actually. There haven't um, yeah. there hasn't been any major. I'm sure there's been fights yeah. we don't know about, etc. But, et but at the start of the tournament, we thought like it was going to get really ugly. Yeah, in, in, in France, it was. If you remember, Russians were like throwing people off of bridges and stuff like that into the water. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it got it got pretty hostile. Um, so you got France are favorites right now. I'm surprised England's getting a lot of love. Sure are. You know, one thing with England and both Croatia, and I've always said this, Mike, and it's very similar to the March Madness. And I'm mean, never forget. You know, I take this from Lou Holtz, and I've brought this line up a lot over the years. But when Lou Holtz won, I think it was 1988 or so, 1987 or whatever, 1987, 88 with Tony Rice, and people yeah. question, you know, their schedule and. You know, are you guys really the best team in the country? I remember, like, they were, like, 10-0 and 0 or something. Are you the best team in the country? And Lou Holtz said, I don't know if we're the best team in the country. He goes, we don't have to play every team in the country. He goes, I know we've been the best team every Saturday. <laughs> and, yeah. 
And, yeah, you know, line, and basically, line, he said that. that he goes to, it's a line that he uses very often. I heard him use it yeah. during his TV career. You don't have to be the best team in the country. You just have to be the best team in the stadium. Exactly. And so, so March, and so I've always said that about March Madness. It's not necessarily, I think Villanova was the best team, but it's not always necessarily the best team that wins. It's yeah. the bracket. It's the matchup. It's, you know, it's like yeah. life and success, time and place. And... You know, you know where I'm going with this. Is England or Croatia, are they better than Brazil? Probably not. No. Like even Uruguay. Uruguay are yep. damn good. Cavani gets hurt. Yep. That's part of the war of attrition, yep. though. So Cavani gets hurt. But if Uruguay got to play against Russia, maybe they're still alive, yep. right? Like it really of seemed yeah. there was a big reason why it was beneficial for England. And I think Belgium was good enough to win that game, Mike, to plow through the difficult bracket. England wouldn't have been. So you got England and Croatia here. Croatia's won the last two games on penalty kicks exactly. against average teams. So I'm not I'm not sure how great England or Croatia are, but one of them are going to the final. Uh, I agree, but and, and there is obviously very often in tournaments like that, and we see it in playoffs in professional sports, a call for the reseeding of tournaments after certain rounds or after every round in some instances. But I would counter with that, but. Isn't that the fun of all of this? Yep. At the end of the day, we're trying to have a good time watching it, and I like sort of crazy outcomes. Now, when it gets down to the finals and the final four, rating show and research shows that people really do want some of the favorites, but because England got a little bit of an easier road, I still think it's interesting that they're in it. Croatia and Belgium are a little bit of outliers for the semis. France, every a lot of people pick them to be there, and even – win the whole thing but oh fox sports a lot of fun fox sports and you know their tv the tv numbers are down uh this year united states not in it also the games were early a lot of the games were at eight in the morning uh you know earlier in the tournament at 10 a.m etc and also their web traffic was way high so their tv numbers were down but they peaked out they had seven million people watching online uh mexican matches on fox uh uh sites so Plus, Gabe, you also have to look at, you know, I've worked sort of as you have in media for a long time. You're painting a more complete picture. You start talking about streaming numbers. We're only talking about Fox Sports. What if you add Univision into it? Because Univision has a massive audience for the World Cup. So if we're talking about North Americans watching soccer, while Fox Sports in America ratings may be down, if we're talking about the people in North America watching the World Cup, I guarantee the numbers are huge. And... Uh, I'm sure everybody that has purchased rights for it is okay with it. France and England is the dream matchup, though, isn't it? And I think any yeah. soccer matchup here, if we look at, you know, how, how this plays out and, you know, the potential matchups, France versus Croatia, good, fun soccer. Good, you know, any one of them are good soccer matches. But from an aesthetic standpoint, it's hard to top France versus England, isn't it, Mike? I mean, just it just it speaks for itself, right? It's just very, very simple, yeah. basic. France versus England. <laughs> yeah, two soccer powers, one of whom many people across the globe have thought had an overinflated sense of their soccer power in England, but here they are. They have a good shot to get to the finals for the first time in a very long time. First time to win it since 1966. I mean, think about that. How deep rooted that sport is in English heritage, and they haven't won the World Cup since 1966 before all of us were alive. So uh, ultimately, uh, that is the dream matchup. If you're looking at the bracket before any game was played, 
and you could connect those dots, a lot of people would say England and France would be one of the better matchups to have as a final. Hey, Mike, I know things don't go, go according to script when we're talking about the totals, but the offenses in France and Belgium, like, you got, do you expect a high-scoring game there? France, you, you know Uruguay doesn't give up any goals, and they got two on them, and Belgium's been, been able to come back down two to Japan. They score three. Offensive firepower galore in this matchup tomorrow. Yeah, I love that one. That 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 should be way more fun to watch because the level of skill players on both teams are off the charts. And I was listening to Casey Keller, uh, former men's national team goalie, talking about how this is the golden generation for uh, Belgium soccer. And it really is something to behold when you consider how small that country is, and you can put Croatia in there as well, how small a country Belgium is, and they have amazing soccer talents all at this on this team at the same time. And there's no guarantee that you could get players the level of Lukaku and Hazard and De Bruyne all at the same time on the same team. So for this to happen for them, they must feel like we don't know if we're ever going to get this chance again. And they uh, they've never. They've never won before, yeah, and that, that's that's what's interesting about this. You look at Croatia; Croatia somehow won. What an accomplishment! They weren't even a country. They didn't participate in the first World Cup until 1994. Um, you know, England, England, of course, it speaks for itself. It's coming home. You know, the inventor of the rules of the game, etc. And England and France too. It's interesting. They both won one World Cup with all of France's success. France had that hell of a run when they won in '98. Yep. Um, 2006, of course, uh, was the times that Dan headbutted the dude against Italy and they lost. But they won a Euro in there as well. So they had sort of a dominant international yeah. run. It almost feels like they've won more than just once. But they won the World Cup and a Euro with Terry Henry and these guys. Yeah. So that, that's that's pretty accomplishment. But basically, Mike, you look at it, France wins and... You know, they're looking at a seat at the table, basically, with the Brazils in the world suddenly. Like, they... That that's what this second second you know it's so much bigger than one yeah you want two it's, it's, it's like you put your stamp especially on it. in the last twenty years sure. it sort of soldifies it hey you know what I mean we're we're a, real we're, deal. we're a new power and you know we we won two we lost in a final we've been a three the last five World Cup finals right like France can and yeah. England England can get that second one and reclaim its yeah. glory. And, and then you get Belgium that can win for the first time, or you get Croatia can win for the first time. So I ask you, who do you think is going to win for the first time then? who, Or uh, or will it be a second-time winner? Who do you think gets this done? I have been leaning on Belgium really throughout. I, I think they got through one of their two toughest matches, obviously, against Brazil. This upcoming one would be extremely tough. I'm not suggesting that they walk over either England or Croatia, but I, I'm going to lean with Belgium. This time, I just do think the skill level of those players and the manner in which they were able to come back and beat Japan, then outpace Brazil, despite the fact that Brazil obviously missed a lot of uh, potential goals. And they just were not on target the other day. I think Belgium is the one that's going to come through all of this. I've been kind of pulling for them. They're a fun team to watch. And to your point about the World Cup for England or whomever, those stars that they wear on their jerseys are not easy to come by. They do not come cheaply, and they wear them proudly, no matter who the country is. So putting a second star on the England over the England crest on that jersey would go a long way, as it would for France and certainly Belgium for the first time. Croatia, I think, is obviously the longest shot here. They've, to your point, they've gone through two penalty kick scenarios. 
uh, they might be out of gas. You know, one whatever happens, we know that it's going to be a European team. I agree with where you're going with this. I think Croatia could be running a gas. No one ever won two in a row like that, and now they're going to have to do it again. I wouldn't be surprised if it went to penalty kicks again between those two. Penguins look great too in those set pieces and stuff. Like we got to give them credit, man. They've been their goals have been really solid. They have been. Been, Sweet Sweden have had a really strong. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I think England should take. England only have three goals in the entire two goals. I think in the entire tournament that weren't in set piece or penalty kicks. Yep. So it's almost to me like it's like team scoring on the power play in hockey the only. England have been good, but not great. You know, Sweden aren't great, right? They, no, they're not. They're they've solid. really yeah. gotten good matchups, but hey, that's the bracket. And one thing is too, it's not like they deliberately made the right side of the bracket a cream puff cupcake to get here in the end. Mm-hmm. A lot of crayon, a lot of stuff happened. Germany got knocked yeah. out. Yep. Caused yep. chaos. Like everyone, th- you know, Germany it just sort of created chaos in the brackets. Spain, Spain gets got knocked out. Spain early, was yep. supposed to be good. Germany got bounced. There were good teams that got bounced. Argentina got bounced. A lot of teams just sort of got bounced, and it opened and made the brackets not what we thought they were going to be, per se. Everyone yeah. had Germany winning the group, yeah, right? Exactly. I mean, it just it just didn't work out the way they thought. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. The one thing I would go back to on the set pieces, I, I think you're you're intimating that they maybe don't have the open-style playmakers that somebody like Belgium and even France have. And I, I think that's fair to say. But they do have legitimate goal scorers. Obviously, Harry Kane, Deli Ali and others but it, it is extremely important to be solid on set pieces in these types of matches because they're so tight and that that's encouraging that they're so good at it mike uh, blue at one of our favorites uh, yep. here at the fantasy sports network uh, check them out uh, follow them on uh, twitter always a pleasure mike thanks fellas talk to you soon wish we had more time but it's time to uh play some baseball trivia Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, thanks to Mike Blewett. We would like to continue the conversation uh, with Mike. We normally go two segments when Mike joins us, uh, but... Uh, Contest been, uh, time, buddy. We've been promising you a chance to go to the World Series for, for a while now. And it's uh, finally here. We're glad to be able to participate uh, in this. We've got quite a few people ready to bring this. Some familiar regulars, some people we don't know, but a nice uh, cross selection. I see we got our boy T-Bone in Denver. Oh. Ryan's in Toronto. We got uh, Zane in Waterloo. Sonny in Toronto. Michael in L.A. <laughs> Going to be some good stuff. <laughs> got people all over. All over. Tebow knows baseball, man. Yeah, he does. Tebow knows baseball. All right, so the way this works, and we want to thank DKMS uh, and their support against uh, blood cancer. They're great people, and uh, they're going to be. Uh, we're giving you two tickets uh, to a World Series game. Uh, this year's uh, World Series, we had the same contest for the Super Bowl, two tickets, and uh, there there were two winners uh, to go to Minneapolis uh, last year. So the way it works is you can't, you know. You don't have a minute to look this no. up. And if you're a genius and you can look this stuff up like that fast, then I guess you're that good. But yep. 
you've got about five seconds. We'll be able to tell. Like, Cam's a judge here. We'll be able to tell. And I know what's going to happen. I'm going to ask a question. And you're going to say, can you repeat the question? Yeah, that's not good. And then when I'm no, repeating, no. you're going to be tight. You know what I mean? And they're, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So just try to, you know, sort of, we're going to throw it. you got to sort of, you know, think about it yeah. all right. And then and then come at us. I need a stopwatch. And you need to answer four in a row. Ooh. So it's like you got to clear the bases. Yep. Get the first base. Single, double, triple, yeah. inside we, the park homer. Yeah, questions go a little harder. Oh, yeah. I throw a little, a little faster heat here. You know what I'm saying? We throw, we throw a little heat uh, here. All right, so we're going to get to everybody on hold. So if you're on hold, hang in here. You're all going to get a crack. Michael, Sonny, Zane, Ryan, and T-Bone. Let's start off with Sonny just because he's been calling since about 4.30. <laughs> he's, he's all fired yeah. up. All right, Sonny, Sonny in Toronto. What's going on, Sonny? Hey, guys. What's up? Happy Monday. Hey, Sonny. Right. Happy Monday, Sonny. All right. Um, well, how do, you, do you consider yourself a baseball trivia guru? I know you're a degenerate no, gambler. I know you're a big gambler, but <laughs> okay. Bryce Harper, you know who Bryce Harper is? Yeah, he has nice hair. <laughs> okay. Good Bryce Harper was picked first in the 2010 Major League Baseball draft. Who was picked third, Sonny? Yeah, right. Jorge Posada. That was all. Kind of easy. The first question would be kind of easy. Yeah, that's pretty tough. That's a tough one. Okay, okay. You know what? I'm going to give you one more. Okay. Okay, What do you mean? No one knows that. (laughs) I enjoyed Jorge Posada. That was great. It's a tough question. There's no lying. That's tough. (laughs) All right. Okay, okay. Uh, what, 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 I'm not supposed to do this, Sonny, uh, but just because, yeah. How many games was Kyle Ripken's consecutive game streak? 3,782. No, no. Was that close? Not, not correct, no. Now you were uh, ballparking ball it. You were off by about four or five seasons. <laughs> really? Wow. These but questions are ball. tough. You're in the ballpark. All right, thanks. Well, yeah, you're in the ballpark, Sonny, but unfortunately you will not be in the World Series ballpark this year. Sonny didn't like that. No, he didn't like Take care, Sonny. Thanks for playing, Sonny. I told you. Thank you. We're not just, this is not uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood over here. These are tough questions for, for the tickets. Poor A. Posada. I enjoy he, that. He, he, Bonus he, points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he deserves <laughs> He deserves a, a prize of some kind. <laughs> he deserves. <laughs> Sorry. He deserves to be sent to the World Series just for answering. Yeah. All right, Posada, doesn't he? Yeah, I agree. That was a great answer. All right, we can't. Who, who's, who's next? I can't ask the same question again oh, because so, right now someone is, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. So what is the next question? All right. This one, actually, you know what? This one is a little bit more manageable, I think. This one is a little bit uh, more, more manageable. manageable. Who do we who do we put All on right, now? Let's bring in uh, let's bring in uh, Michael. Michael in Los Angeles. Michael, what's up, Michael? What's going on, fellas? How's it going? How you doing, hey, Michael? Man? How you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, I love your show. You guys are awesome, dude. Hey, I appreciate thank you, man. it. Thanks for tuning in, bro. I appreciate that, man. All right, um, so we're gonna give you one here. How many World Series championships did Joe Torre win as a manager? 
I'm gonna go with five. Close, but nah, not not that's that's. I can't not lie, that would have been my answer too. Really? Yeah, eh? that's for that's the number I was thinking. Yeah, and I can't I can't give everyone two. I just gave yeah. uh, not not to bust Sonny's balls, but I knew he wasn't gonna get the second one. Yeah, just because of Jorge Posada, you got <laughs> yeah, yeah, to throw. <laughs> Thanks for playing, Michael. I don't want to run Thanks, you right Mike. away, but sorry, man. Jump in again next time. We'll have another contest for sure. All right. Who do we got next? All right, let's go to uh, let's check uh, let's check in with our boy T Bone. T Bone, T Bone in Denver. T Bone, who basically goes to every damn Colorado Rocky game. What's going on, T Bone? Hey Gabe, hey Cam, how's it going? That's the great thing about this is uh, you know the World Series is going to be here in Denver, so uh, yeah, like free <laughs> yeah. ticket. Nice, exactly. nice T Bone. You know what? If they are, maybe I'll come down. I'll go. I'll go with you here to the game. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it's gonna be great, man. We're gonna be smoking weed in the streets and, and uh, <laughs> on 20th and Blake, and it's gonna be go Rockies go. You just seen what they did to Seattle. You know we're gonna get on a run here. Uh, we have yet to play a lot of home games. We've got a losing record at home, but you know at the end of the year that's gonna be turned around. Okay, so last year in 2017, which team had the smallest? Smallest home game average attendance in Major League Baseball. I think I know this Which one. team had the worst attendance in the league last year, T-Bone? Worst attendance in the league. Uh, Tampa Rays? That is correct. Nice. That's pretty good. Uh, you know what? I, I would have maybe Ooh. went Marlins or White Sox. Oh, we I finally... Ooh, like team. Pirates, too, for some reason, but... Wow, we got somebody through the first. Uh, it's like Frogger. He got Ooh. through the first crocodile Ooh. on another yeah. lily pad. <laughs> Just like the Rockies, they're coming too, you know. <laughs> okay. Ooh, oh. T-Bone. T-Bone's on. He's on first base. Yes. T-Bone's on first base. Do we got him to second? That was kind of an easier one compared to the one Sonny got. But I'm, yeah. I, I'm reading the questions that yeah. were given to us here. That's correct. Oh, I was waiting right. for that other one. You know, I'll tell you who the third pick was. It was Manny Machado. <laughs> oh, oh God. It's like <laughs> T-Bone's, T-Bones not messing around. No, he's not. T-Bone's not messing around here. All right. I shouldn't have said that. Maybe you would have pulled that out. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing contests. This How many Cy Young Awards did Ooh. Randy Johnson win? Oh, Randy Johnson. I'm going to say three. It's five. 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 Yeah. Close. Five. Son of a. All right. Five's the magic. You know what? I didn't see any rules, though, about people not getting in later in the week again and stuff. So hang, oh, okay. in. Yeah, hang okay. in here, Tebow. Maybe, yeah. maybe you can get another at-bat later in the week at yeah, this. I agree. If you call in and get through it to Florio, you deserve another <laughs> yeah, chance because yeah. you're listening to the show. And DKMS, you're promoting it. So, yeah, I agree. All right. We got, we got an answer through there. We did. T-Bone's leading at one. Who's next? One. Hold on. I got to write down. I'm supposed to keep track of this. Yeah. This is getting tough. Want me to be the exact? So what do we got here? All right. Yep. Well, we asked, uh... All right. No, I'm on top of this. All right. Okay. No. Okay. One. One and one. Okay. Let's keep it rolling. <laughs> I like this college band music in the yeah, background. It's nice. All right, we got Ryan in Toronto stepping up and in. Ryan, Ryan. in Toronto, home of uh, home of the Blue Jays. What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, fellas? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> what's <up>? <laughs> <laughs> you know who this is? 
Hainzer. Is this what's going on? Is this right? Is this Ryan Hainzer? It is. It's Hainzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. looking. My, my, my first answer is Mick O'Regan. <laughs> you like the Jorge Posada answer? That, like, so far, I think we should send no, Sonny Vegas. I knew that question, actually, just like T-Bone. Sonny Vega, geez, he's got to step up his game. He's, he's, he's so trying to hell winning, man. <laughs> Hainzer's bringing it. Okay, Hainzer. All right, right, in Toronto. <laughs> This one's this one's not too bad, actually. Yeah. This one, how okay. many career how many career home runs did Alex Rodriguez hit? Oh, jeez, he's uh, uh, let's say six uh, twelve. Close, but uh, you're a little off, Hanser. That was a tough question. That's a tough question. You, you threw me a nice fastball. I missed it. <laughs> these, I told you these are they're for World Series tickets. Like these guys, they, I'm gonna tell you, this is the major league of questions. I don't they're know. T Bone sound like he was on fire. He yeah. nailed the first one. Yeah. He was like, oh, I knew the yeah. answer to the other one. Two, two out of four well, though. You got, you got, you got to hit a round tripper. Is that how you doing, Hanger? You all right? Yeah. You doing good, buddy? I'll be back. Okay, <laughs> okay. <Hanger>. later, buddy. <laughs> I'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> Where are we going? All right, we got. Uh, we'll get to. Uh, we'll get to Zane and Waterloo right after we get to uh, Jeff. Jeff in New Jersey. Jeff. Jeff in New Jersey. Was this Jeff Nadu in Atlantic City? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff hey, in New. Am, am I allowed to play in this? What well, it is? It's <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, you're allowed to play. You're not an employee yeah, yeah, of the Fantasy you're, Sports yeah, you're, you're an independent contractor. Fire away. You're a Yankee fan, too. You want these, right? You're thinking, shit, man, I don't even have to fly anywhere. <laughs> no, I'm ready. Give me them. I love this. <laughs> this is great. Jeff, I, didn't know, I, know, I didn't know either. If these, were, if these were countries and capitals, I would absolutely win right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. All right. In what year... In what year did Mark McGuire hit 70 home runs in a season? Wow. That's a, he wasn't a Yankee, though. Mark, yeah, not, they're no. not all Yankee no, no, questions no, here. Baseball questions. Yeah, it's not Yankee <laughs> trivia here. It's not the Joe uh, Beningo show. <laughs> let me think here. Uh, 98. He's taking, uh, what did you say, 98? Yeah, he is correct. I didn't like how long it took. Okay, I'll be on top of the uh, the timer for the next one. Okay, okay. All right, we're going to give you this one, but now now they get tougher. Now now it gets uh, tougher. All right. (laughs) All right, here's, uh, in the last 110 years, what Major League Baseball team has had the most losses in a season? Which team is the losingest team ever? Uh, the Phillies. No. 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 Uh, I guess I'll have to try later in the week. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's that right. Incorrect. You got it like Hainzer. I'll be back. <laughs> I like what you said. Am I allowed to play this? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I yeah, you're allowed to play. All right. Good call. Good uh, yeah. attempt. We got, yeah. you got, they got the first one. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm not sure if he looked that first yeah, one up. There. Yeah, I, know, I, was a, I was lax. I was lax on it. You're right. Because that, that, that type of one, too, you can six. just go Mark McGuire home runs. And and sort of, yeah. Because right. some of the other ones, it's hard to look up attendance. Yeah. Uh, I think six, six to seven or eight seconds is about the, the threshold, I'm thinking. Who are we going to now? All right, let's Where, go to. Who's uh, next? We've got uh, Waterloo. Waterloo. Zane. Waterloo. What's up, Zane? What's going on? I thought I was going to be bad at this, but then I heard Jorge Posada. Like, <laughs> that was the best It answer. was awesome. That was the best answer. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, in what year was the first ever game played at Tropicana Field in Tampa Bay? Um, 1998. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. Ooh, looks oh, like Zane. Zane, Zane is uh, making a big move here. <laughs> All right, so we've had a couple of people got on base. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's try to steal second. All right, let's go, uh, yeah, let's let's go, go. into question number two. Question number two. Ken Griffey Sr. and Jr. were the first father-son duo to play play on the same roster. The next father-son duo to play play on the same team was who? Uh, yeah, I don't know this one. I don't know this one. You sound uh, you sound confident. Yeah, to me first, too. first answer. I know, you watch you, know, watch, I, you watch Seinfeld. You came out of the, blo- you came out of the blocks. You watch Seinfeld at all? You're like the kid that's uh, wanted the um, the scholarship from George. He lied about being on the chess team. He's like, ah, I'm just lying. George's like, no, you really have to go in there. Come on, like. Yeah, all right, thanks for playing, Zay. Right, but uh, thanks, boys. Yeah, thank, thanks, thanks man. Thanks for playing. <laughs> man, these questions are hard. Yeah, they're very difficult. Okay. Um, Ooh, we're going to uh, Tiger Woods' biggest fan. Real, yeah? Craig. Craig, Mark. Craig in uh, Cole Harbor. Craig. Home of Sidney Crosby steps up and in. What's up, Craig? What's going on? Good, good, Craig. What's going on? you got to get me some hooked-on phonics caliber questions here. You're killing me. I'm not going to get them, but give give it a go. Just give her a shot. All right. All right, here you go. Name the current ESPN Sunday night broadcast crew. Oh, uh, Adnan Burke, uh, A-Rod, oh my god, Martinez, something Martinez, no, no, geez, uh, what's the guy from the, uh, Sox, good lord, <laughs> you're getting me, uh, Poppy, Big Poppy, Big Poppy's one of them, isn't it? No. I don't know, I don't know. Adnan Burke's the in-studio host. I like that. <laughs> I used to work with Adnan Burke. Out of all the guys you get, is Adnan Burke. The answer is Adnan Burke. And, uh, yeah, I, I know we know Adnan. No, no, we used to work. Me and Gabe used to work with him. Adnan's got a photographic memory. He's a yeah, good, good guy. Big movie buff, too. Yeah, yeah, huge movie buff. Oh, Cam, <laughs> I got a pick for you this week. Snedeker uh-huh. at 22 to 1. I like Snedeker a lot. He actually played well last week, Craig. He's a good guy. I'm on it. Yeah, and then Kelly Craft, 66 to 1. Those are my two picks. Oh, and then Nice. I like it. Oh, looks like, okay, we, Craft, Craft, we've got uh, we got one, one more. Yeah, you know what? I don't know if we can squeeze it through. in here. We okay, might do squeeze. it on the other side. Okay, maybe we'll do it on the other side. Yeah, we're going to a break here in a second, right? Yeah. We're going to a break, Florio. Are we running Florio, long? Florio, if we run long, we'll take the last one here, or we, we'll, we'll, we'll stretch it out call. to the other side. Your call, friend. We get one more. We go to a break right now. All right. Oh, hey, what? Clam chowder. 
How we doing? How we doing? Is this clam chowder? Hey, how we doing? What's up, chowder? Hey, very good, very good. Monday meltdown. You ready to play some baseball trivia, yes. chowder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's in the kitchen? How you doing? How you doing? I hope you're enjoying your ring, chowder. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. I, I have it hanging on uh, with my underwear. <laughs> Great. <laughs> how, how you doing, Chowder? Hey, good, good. Uh, marvelous Gabriel Morencia. How we doing? All right, Chowder. So uh, here you go, all right? Yep. Who is the manager, Clam Chowder? Who is the manager right now of the Milwaukee Brewers? Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> yeah, you ever heard of them? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of beer. But, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> I wish we could do this every day. This is fun. Dong, dong, dong. <laughs> Who? I pass. Oh, okay. All right. We'll give you one more. Who's the manager of the Who's the manager of the San Diego oh, Padres? Padres, fuck Jesus! I don't go to church. Fuck. <laughs> dong, dong, dong! I passed. Okay, buddy. Love you, Clam Chowder. Don't call, be a stranger. Thanks for calling in. Feel the passion. All right, we'll oh. take a quick break uh, here. Sure we will. <laughs> the DKMS Trivia Challenge. It rocks. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right, let's try to. We'll, we'll see. We'll take oh. more calls on the other side. <laughs> Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers. That's a lot of beer. The way he Padres got to go to church. It's like he would never heard like he was like the Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> Hanger says uh, that clam chowder call was peak radio. Oh, it was awesome. Taylor Stevens uh, tuning in says she's uh, dying uh, with this. Craig says those questions were too hard. They were very difficult, yes. 
No, they weren't. They weren't. Uh, they were No, hard. no. They're, yeah, no. They're difficult, but you know, if you're a baseball guru, or they were and they weren't. They were and they were and they weren't. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to get four. Four's tough. We might have to lower the standard as the week goes on. I agree. It's a good call. Keep it difficult for whatever, and then we'll lower. We the might standard. have to turn it into two. <laughs> two? No, I th- I still think four's good, but we just gotta, you know. We'll, we'll revamp. I believe, um, yeah, we're not doing it every day, but. Uh, Are we doing it tomorrow? I don't know. No, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Oh, okay. Like, basically, we'll mix it up a bit. Like, uh, tomorrow morning, uh, Craig Carton's doing it. Oh, I see. Each show goes yeah, on a rotation. exactly. Oh, exactly. I see, I see. So, that's right. So, uh, call in uh, and win tomorrow with Craig Carton. Cool. Should be a lot of nut jobs calling his oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> morning radio? Fun times. <laughs> Half of New York. Half of New York City. He's going to call it. So uh, Carton, yeah. So uh, Carton will be playing this game in the morning, uh, tomorrow, and then stay tuned to Carton. He'll tell you what what the next show is uh, that uh, that'll be doing uh, this. So uh, yeah, that that was uh, that was a lot of fun. That's <laughs> awesome. I love contests. Reminds me of the uh, the WKRP episode, the episode of WKRP, the TV show it was WKRP in Cincinnati, Cincinnati. and. Um, they had a uh, they had a contest, and uh, the winner was supposed to get fifty bucks. They're cheap, right? It was yeah, a cheap radio exactly. station. Fifty bucks. Yeah. So it was fifty bucks. Except Johnny Fever is like a waste case, and he misread it. He said five thousand oh, dollars. And Carlson went bonkers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mrs. Carlson was pissed. She's like, "We're not giving five thousand dollars." So uh, Johnny Fever's like, "Don't worry, don't worry." He goes, "I'm going to make this contest so hard it's impossible for anyone to win it." And he made like eight songs. Oh yeah, like oh yeah. It was like <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, it was it was best. like two seconds, like rah, 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 you know what I mean? I love that. And him and Venus were laughing yeah. after. They're like oh. they're like, no one's ever gonna get this. First call. <laughs> Led Zeppelin Cashmere. Super Tramp, it's raining again. <laughs> Iron Butterfly and but, a Vita. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I was on fire. It, like, yeah. <laughs> that episode does rock. Yeah, and they come in right after fever, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Fever got fired. <laughs> they still do that on Q, on the queue. They still do that. Nobody gets it. Like one and a half seconds of every song. Like a guy gets a couple, but they never they never get all eight to ten. Never. It's tough, man. Yeah, that guy was like a, some kind of classic rock guru. I like to try that sometimes. Yeah, it's fun. It, those contests are wicked. You know, we could do it too because we're not even infringing on copyright because yeah. it's yeah. Twenty two. It's, it's a one second of each song exactly. No violations. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> 50 bucks, 5,000 bucks. No, don't get it. I miss that show so much. Yeah, it was pretty funny, man. Classic episodes. Yeah, they had the uh, the turkey episode. Yeah, the cocaine where R. Carlson uses as foot powder. Like, you yeah. can't write this stuff. Yeah, those were good days. <laughs> That's when TV was amazing. That's when uh, the radio industry was good, too, in the yeah. old days, in which, uh, like that Carlson episode, in which um, the record companies would bring the new records to yeah. play to the DJ. Inside the records cam came envelopes. Came envelopes, exactly. You play envelopes that. and bags. Yeah. <laughs> so you got Go the disc. Oh well, hey. yeah, yeah. You got your disc. Yeah. You went back to your desk. Yeah. You took the new disc out. It's like, oh look, <laughs> yeah. there's an envelope for five thousand dollars. Play it. And a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> and that's what happened. Remember, it's like the DJ guy, yeah, like was playing all the hits and yeah. stuff. They're like, something's off about this guy. And I remember, like uh, Andy. Andy's by the book, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we, don't, we don't like DJs taking bribes around here. We take this stuff seriously. <laughs> He's like, everyone does it, Andy. 
That's why you're a piss poor, crappy station, right? <laughs> Remember, he was their lead sales guy. So Carlson, Carlson finds like the coke in the record, and uh, he thinks it's foot powder. It's token powder. So he finds out that the boss. They're like, hey, that's cocaine. He goes, I use that on my feet. He starts freaking out. I can't feel my foot. <laughs> my foot's not. I can't feel my foot, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, those were great uh, days. <laughs> I imagine you, you'd be open to a bribe if you were an FM DJ. I think I would be, yeah. Uh... And here's the new super tramp. Yeah, nothing wrong. Hey, envelopes, let's rock. You'd have to, you might have to play uh, bad music. Yeah, that's true. Would you be open to a bribe? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Morally, you don't want to do it, but sometimes you no, no, problems. I would do it, but Problem I would, I would just to, play. Yeah. I would do it, but I would only do it for songs that yeah. I liked. Good call. You know what I mean? So it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. You get an envelope, and you're still putting new material on, just the stuff you want to play. It's a very competitive world, right? It is. There's only so many songs you can play. <laughs> it's a very, very competitive. You know, to be honest, though, I mean, the, the radio industry is still all corrupt, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, for sure. The music, the music industry is a cesspool of contamination. So, um, speaking of corrupt, uh, Phil Mickelson oh, yeah. had to assess a two-stroke penalty to himself. But if you yeah. saw what he did, so basically he stomped on the weeds yeah. this time. He stepped the fescue, down yeah. the fescue to yeah. try to create a clear path so his ball would come out. <laughs> yeah. Then after he did it, he waved his hand. He's yeah. like, hey, guys, hey, hey. He waved over to everyone, and I think he—I think it was a setup. I think that it was a PR setup that his manager and Phil Mickelson in his twisted mind, which we know it's twisted, figured, you know what? Because Cam, what was he? He was like 14 shots off the lead anyways. Yeah, he was, yeah. He, yeah, I yeah. mean, he wasn't in contention, and he probably figured, you know what? I'm going to make a big deal about being honest right now so people don't think I'm a big cheater. <laughs> exactly. I, hey, Marshall. Hey, Marshall. So let me ask you then. It wasn't Cam like he stepped down deliberately. Why did you do that? It was like his first instinct is first, just to step on first it. First off, great call by you, Marenzi, saying, you know what, from his real cheating to this, like, hey, I'm a good guy, and I'm going to tell yeah, the yeah, Marshall yeah, yeah, I yeah. get it. And another it thing was, is. Look the way he did it. No, like he stomped down and, and then looked call. up right away and waved. Hey, guys, I just stomped down on the grass. Craig Martin. It's like, why would you just stomp on the grass in the first place? Craig Martin will tell you, you know, a big golf guy, too. Phil's been on tour long enough. It's one of the you knew you know those rules. You can't stop down to improve a lie or a situation. He's been on the tour for how many years? You said it. Set up trying to say, "Hey, I'm a real guy. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a rules follower." Actually, it makes him look even worse. I think he was I, trying. I, I, think, I think this guy's going nuts. I actually think it was a twisted PR move in his mind. It what didn't he did work, yesterday though. didn't work. No, because all it really does and is just has, say, "Oh, look, Phil got caught cheating again." Yeah, exactly. Like it 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 doesn't. You know, people are like, oh, look, he's he's honest right now. People are like, no, look, he's, you know. He's very dishonest. I think he set it up personally. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a great angle on your part. For Okay, you're telling me this guy's been on tour for how many years and he hasn't done that before if he didn't know? It happens to be right after he runs after a moving ball on a green. You put two and two together. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely stupid. All right. Um all right, we've got uh, we got uh, we're gonna take a couple of more calls. Oh, nice out. calls, eh? Yeah, we'll do we'll do a couple of more. All right, uh, we're doing the trivia. Yeah, yeah still. We'll, oh, nice, Moretzi. Nice. Yeah, we had a couple of guys left over on hold. Actually, I like it. So uh, yeah, we'll do that. That's um, good. Yeah, Craig uh, Craig's a big golf fan. Says I saw it live. He, the scumbag clearly had it planned. Yep, it was did. obvious. It was obvious. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was a setup. No, it was a great call. <laughs> 
The funny thing in Phil's twisted here, is in Phil's PR twisted mind, he thinks people like, look at me, I told, I, I called a two-shot penalty on myself. No, Phil. Like, yeah, nobody like, cares. You know, what terminated was yeah, this like, it even? Like, yeah. no one cares. Yeah, it's just, it makes him just You stop the ball the from rolling off the green That's at the U.S. Exactly. Open. We're not just going to forget it because you took a two-stroke penalty when you were down 14 yeah. shots. I'm tapping down the fescue. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of that guy, honestly. All right, all right. Let's go. I like that band music you had yeah, going there. Yeah, that was good stuff, L'Oreal. It's like college football season. Yeah, Save yeah. that for college football. That's yeah, a good call. There we go. Just keep it in the background. It's good for the scores. All right, we've got uh, Scott. Hey, guys. Scott. What's up, hey, Scott? Scott? How you doing, Scott? Good. I just took my headphones out. I know that uh, pissed you guys off a little bit. Oh, yeah. No, no. no. It's okay. Sounds it's clear. Only... Sounds clear. Yeah, you sound good. Sound, sound very clear, Scott. You sound good, but no, it only pissed me off when guests do it. It wouldn't have upset me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Are uh, you a big baseball fan? Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. All right, so um, this one's kind of tough, but this is, uh, I'm just reading the questions they give me. <laughs> Steven Strasburg. Steven Strasburg was picked first in the 2009 Major League Baseball draft. What Major League Baseball superstar was also picked in the same draft, and he was picked 25th? Oh, God. Is he not the same age as Mike Trout? No, no. Uh, yeah, that, okay, that's. Okay. Uh, oh, I'll go with Trout. I'll go with Trout. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he said his well, name. He said yeah, his yeah. Name. We got to give it. Yeah, we're we're, All right. we're friendly. Like, yeah, you, you said it. You you get it. All right. Perfect. So uh, that's one. Yeah, no problem. Right, yeah, yeah you go with your first instinct. It's usually right. Yeah, you're moving on to second base here. Okay. All right. They get a little tougher here. Ooh. In what year? In what year was the first ever World Series held in? First ever World Series? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Come on. 1903. I think it took uh, took a little while there. <laughs> you need a stopwatch. <laughs> stopwatch. <laughs> Is that the answer? It was. Okay. Yeah. We'll get. Okay. It one was, more, but one uh, more, and I'll be on top of it. Five, six seconds. Okay, yeah, you're gonna okay. have to. You're gonna have to we'll answer this one, one rapid yeah. fire rapid on fire. this one. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Because you know the reason is, I, there's no way in hell you're gonna answer this one. Radio Rock. Right. Don Baylor played in three straight World Series with three different teams. What were the teams? Oh Christ. Um. Well, it's the Yankees, Four. Dodgers, Giants. No. Uh, the Angels won? I was thinking. Nice attempt, yeah, though. That was very nice attempt. Nice attempt. Don well, Baylor. When I say nice attempt, I don't know. I feel as if though he looked up that 1903. Yeah, it's a, you're right, Marantz. You had to be oh, honest. It's, it's hard. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> oh, he's still there. Thanks. One up. Yeah, th- yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're quick. You're quick. Yeah, thank you, Scott, for playing. Uh, Scott, I appreciate your honesty. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So what do we say? Five seconds now? Yeah, no, no. It's, see, it's hard, man. It's he, hard. Did it, he did it in about 10 seconds. Okay. Eight seconds. So what do you think the number's got to be? It's got to be rapid fire. Okay. I let him get away with it because I knew there was no way he was going to get the Don Baylor question. Don Baylor, tough. I wouldn't have got that. We got another. Do we have another one? I would have got. Uh, so you son of a bitches, eh? They are. They're trying to cheat yeah, us. Yeah, I know they are. But that's <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. 
It's a great contest. No, I don't blame for, him. For tickets. I, you know what I mean? You got anything to win, I don't Gabe. blame him, but uh, yeah. he's a good – He's. I like how he admitted it. Oh, yeah, of course no, I, I I appreciate he's, the honesty, uh, too. I like that. I can tell, though. <laughs> you can start to tell. Well, I've already – yeah, the instinct is like about five seconds or so. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, you're right. Well, no, because of Scott, we're not playing anymore. <laughs> but play, blame, uh, blame Scott. Uh, contest is canceled. Contest is canceled. <laughs> that was hot. Yeah. So that's good. See, that's good. That's good. That's a good mental note. We'll take a long. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, we, we, we figured it out actually. Yeah. At least now, yeah, we know. Okay, good. You basically, you've got about five seconds or so. You know, that's 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 the gist of it. Mosey has been arrested for gun possession in uh, Las Vegas. Really? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, this is a pretty hardcore poster. In England, we're talking about England being crazy. Yeah. Look at this poster they have here. My God. <laughs> Who's that singer? Was they, it Andrew they, WK or whatever? They have, so basically in England. England flag with a bloody nose. There's a promotional campaign in England right now, and it's a woman and it's a she, woman? Yeah, she's got, like, the English cross in blood on her face. And the poster says, if England gets beaten, social we social That's, disgu she. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Domestic violence increases 26% when England plays. Yeah. It increases 38% when they lose. Wow. Holy shit. That's horrible, 38%. Well, you talked about it around. You had numbers. I remember one time we talked about the Super, the Super Bowl and stuff like that. I yeah. said, yeah, Pittsburgh. You said Pittsburgh. It was a poll. It was like a thing of cities. Right. Which city gets the angriest yeah, after the team loses? The NFL. Yeah. It was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. The Pittsburgh, like, That's it was more like fights, domestic, like, anger, I, violence. I, I can tell you one thing. When you look at that picture, that hell gets your attention pretty quick. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand. Like, I just looked at it, just saw the blood. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? So it's an interesting campaign. They're really going like, you know what I mean? Stop, it's, it'll make you pay attention. Man, they're nuts. Yeah, that is sick. Well, you beat your wife because your soccer team loses? It's disgusting. It's ridiculous. And, of course, there's nothing but uh, classy comments on Twitter underneath the, yeah. uh, the ad campaign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you would expect. Not, nothing, nothing but class. Yep. <laughs> All right, so um, you know what? Cam's leaving at six. So on the other side, we'll uh, start talking about tonight's uh, board. A lot of have you seen the favorites in baseball yeah, tonight? Oh my god, it's like the minus two forty club. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's and um, go over the major league baseball trends. You're right, though. I uh, the baseball board's not jumping off the the page at me tonight. No. The screen only because I don't really want to lay the 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 prices and. I guess you can be a poly parlay tonight. That's but, a, I'm going to eh. put one parlay together, but there's no guarantees. Kind of like the Milwaukee Brewers. So do I. I I'm a, I'm Milwaukee on my card. I was looking at Milwaukee. I like the Phillies. I wish it wasn't up to minus 70. I can't take it. I'm going to put all those minus 200s like Houston and the Dodgers in a parlay with Cole and Kershaw. That'll get back to probably even money. Lean to the Giants against the Cubs, but uh, small, very small plays. Very small place tonight. Very, the board's really, it's crazy, man. Minus 230, minus 230. We got minus 240, minus 180. 
The Yankees were minus 390 in the game right now, beating Baltimore 3 to 2. Tomorrow we got some soccer. Yep. And then basically, yeah, baseball betting. It's, it's the, the summertime, man. You said it, buddy. Dog days. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage on radio. As we uh, discussed, we'll hit some Major League Baseball trends. I see uh, Brandon Browner. What? Brandon Browner, former Oregon State Beaver, Calgary Stampeder. Oh, uh, former Seattle Seahawk, too. I know. Arrested on a number of charges. One of the original members of the now defunct Legion of Boom yep. has uh, been arrested on... Uh, Kidnapping. Oh, my God. Kidnapping charges. All right. He's been arrested on kidnapping, burglary, false imprisonment, and violation of a restraining order. I don't know. I got him confused. Like, who's the other dude? Like, who's the other guy that on the Vikings that, like, drug women and stuff like that? Wasn't his last name Browner? No. um, Oh, that's uh, Sharper? Darren Sharper? Is it Darren Sharper? He played for the Packers as well. Yeah, wasn't Darren he the one? Like, he's in jail not, for like. Uh, I'm not sure if it's. You know what? You might be. I, you might be. I know Sh- Sharper was a player too. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, 18 years. You got it. Darren Sharper, former Saint too. Oh, yeah. It's 18 years for drugging and raping women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Browner, an undrafted free agent out of Oregon State, could yep. call where he was highly, uh, highly penalized defensive back. He got picked up by the Broncos, put on IR. He played in the CFL before returning yep. to play for the Seahawks. He won a yep. Super Bowl. He did. Joined the New England Patriots, played alongside Darrell Revis. Weird story here. Kidnapping, burglary, burglary, violation of a restraining order. Not good. Made threats to uh, kill the victim inside the residence. Mm-hmm. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something. Fled the scene after stealing a $20,000 Rolex watch. Really? Well. And you know, um, in uh, certain states, kidnapping is uh, the same type of charge as all, all murder. Like it's basically, oh, yeah. uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Like you kidnap somebody, it's not, it's no short sentence. Like you're going to be doing hard, long time for kidnapping. It's basically the same thing. I remember it's some guy from, uh, they tried to pull a bank scam where they like uh, kidnapped, kidnapped the owner of the bank there, locked them up in the garage, duct tape, whatever, threatened to kill the kids and stuff. I just saw the case. The guy got, uh, I think, 50 years or 60 years. All right. Uh, so uh, looking at uh, the, the hot and not so hot yeah. teams right now in Major League Baseball. And, and you know what? T-Bone said Colorado, hot, hot, hot. Yeah, there really, sweep. There really hasn't been, 
you know, if you look at who's hot and who's not, it's actually the same freaking teams, to be honest, with the same teams being not. Look, Kansas City, Cam, I remember we talked about this last week, and I was like, Kansas City are 2-17 and their last 19 games. Now they're 0-9. They're on an 0-9 yeah. run. Have you, seen, have you seen their lineup? They're not even on pace to win 50 games now, they, I don't think. They have most of their uh, farm players up there, a, a lot of them, except for, like, Whit Merrifield's, like, the only guy that's, like, of quality. It's it's a train wreck. You know they, they've really, really started skidded. You know who's scorching hot, and it sucks for them, because, I don't know, maybe they can actually catch it, but I, I and I'm talking about the Oakland Athletics. Like Oakland, look, I, li- I like Oakland a lot. Oakland are I like ten, what they do. I like they're what they ten do. games. Oakland are ten games over five hundred, which is pretty yeah. freaking impressive. They're fifty and forty, yet they nope. don't have a hope in hell of making the playoffs. Because look, Houston are sixty-one and thirty-one. Exactly. They're thirty games over five hundred. Exactly. You're not catching them. So Oakland need to track down Seattle for the wild card. That can be done. They're six and a half back. Seattle's really fading, buddy. Yeah, like, but the, the problem is, Cam. Well, I don't know if they're really fading. They're seven and three in their last ten. They lost, but they just got swept by Colorado. Yeah, they're a little streaky. You know what I mean? Colorado heats up, but the problem is, Oakland are sixteen and four in their last twenty games. Amazing. They're not going to keep that up. That's tough. Pace. So then they'll, you know what I mean? They got so many underrated guys on their team, like Chris Davis, Jed Lowry has 16 dingers, 62 RBIs. You talk about all-star snubs. Oakland's one of those teams, and then you look at their pitching. Like, you know what I mean? It's a new, it's it's like, wow, man. Even their prospects haven't even come out there. They deserve a lot of credit for being 10 games over five. Yeah, I don't know how they team. do it. I don't know it either. It's just that organization. It's not like they have ways. great pitchers. No, they don't. <laughs> Sean Manaya was their best pitcher, and he's, like, just average. Like yeah, it's They're just, rolling stiffs out yeah. for the most part. Oh, kids. Remember that prospect they had, Cotton? He got lit up early. He hasn't even been back in the rotation. No, it's just, yeah, who are they throwing out tonight? Montas. Like, yeah, Montas. Yeah, uh, this guy's Frankie, holding, Frankie, yeah, Fre- Freddie, Freddie, Fre- Freddie, Freddie. Frankie, yeah. Well, they're playing... Uh, Garrett Cole in Houston, they're plus 190, but... Montas is coming down to earth a little yeah, bit as of late. he sure is. He got but rocked. they're 16-4 and four in their last 20 baseball games. The Kansas City Royals are 0-9 in their last nine games. Chicago White Sox are 2-9 and nine in yeah. their last 11. Tough losses. Yep. White Sox. Yeah. Been a lot of tough losses. <laughs> they lose a lot of one-run games, though. Boston Red Sox are 6-0. They're on a 6-0 yep. run. White Sox are on a two and nine run right now. Houston have won their last six baseball games. KC are on an zero and nine run right now. Oakland are sixteen and four in their last twenty baseball games. You said it about Houston though. No team like they win so many tight games. It's unbelievable watching these guys. Late inning heroics. Yeah, oh, it like, helps like, them in the playoffs it, though. It does, At least they're you, you know. What no, I mean? they're winning. Hey, the bottom line is they win the damn games. And there's a lot of teams that are really on under runs right now. Philadelphia ten and two to the under in their last twelve baseball games. Although playing a doubleheader right now as we speak, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. What's the score over there? It's uh, three three. Three three. Yeah, tight. Three games three right in the now. fifth. Very tight games. And uh, New York Yankees, Yankees are up three two on yep. the Orioles in the sixth. Yep. Three two. They're yep. playing doubleheaders, dude. Ba- Baltimore was plus one and a half, plus one thirty in the game on the money line, plus three thirty. I don't understand though why they play a doubleheader. They start at four o'clock, and then the other games are scheduled for seven thirty. You can't guarantee these games are going to be over. That's another thing. Yeah, say they go to extras. They're pretty they might quick, be going it's a pretty quick turnaround as well. It sure is. What, the game's over? They're going to play another game right away? It's going to be tough, too, for DFS purposes tonight because you don't know what the stupid lineup is going Great to be point. for Especially these games. For the, and the Yankees are a team After a doubleheader, not yeah. everyone can play two baseball games in a row-row. Like, this is... 
In the old days, a doubleheader would be like a one o'clock, and then you know at seven o'clock. Yeah, even if you want to do it, you give them two hours yeah, off. They I sort agree. of take a nap, or they, even they eat dinner and stuff. Two o five or whatever. Like as it is now, Cam, they have them scheduled to play at seven ten and oh, seven forty. I know. So what? The game's gonna end, and you're gonna what? Ten minute break, and yep. you're back out there again. You want these guys to play eighteen consecutive innings? You're gonna see a lot of backups tonight. Yep. Great point. There's no way managers can just roll guys out here. So be very careful with the Yankees, Orioles, Phillies, and Mets games, man. Leads me to believe, though, it helps the pitchers because the pitchers doesn't affect them. Like, they'll get uh, an easier. They'll get an easier. Like Aaron Nola is going to be ready to go. I don't think you're putting Cessna, Cessna in your lineup, Thor or uh, Ramirez for Baltimore. I don't think they're going to be. Yeah, uh, you, just, yeah anyway. just, you just don't know who's going to be uh, who's going to be playing. So. Um, as far as uh, total runs right now, the Baltimore Orioles, they can't hit. They're 7-2-1 to the under in their last 10 games. Detroit Tigers are 9-2-1 to the under in their last 12. The uh, Kansas City uh, Royals, 5-1 to the over in their last six. The Angels, 8-1-1 to the under in their last 10 games. Philadelphia, 10-2 to the under. That's surprising. I'm starting to see, like, almost if you played blind unders. Unders... They There's make, no hits anymore, dude. Right. It's all home runs yeah. or strikeouts, unders right? Unders are, uh, most people like, like betting overs, too. So, unders would be probably the right thing to do. Cincinnati was playing a lot of overs, I thought, but. Here's some interesting. In your yeah, here's some interesting stuff about Cincinnati. They've actually, this is them against the American League Central. They're 7-1. and one. Unbelievable. They're 7-1 and one the last eight games against uh, American League Central teams. They're 14-6 and six in their last 20 against American League Central teams. They're seven and one in their last eight interleague games. Pretty uh pretty impressive little run um for, for Cincinnati right now. Just Fanny's uh got up against Clevenger tonight, Cleveland laying a buck eighty five. Be very careful. Dodgers are in San Diego. Uh Dodgers generally own San Diego fourteen and five the last uh, nineteen times they've played. They're forty two and nineteen in the past sixty one road starts by Clayton Kershaw. Well, going 16-5 and five in the past 21 games versus a right-handed pitcher. The Padres are 5-15 and 15 in their last 20 games. And uh, they're, this is interesting here, the Padres. 5-17, and 17, Cam, against left-handed pitchers, the Padres. 5-17. Yeah, San so Diego. going tonight. Yikes. San Diego have faced off against the Southpaw 22 times this year, and they've only won five of those games. Uh, not good. Not so, good news. And you're... You're up against an elite southpaw tonight. If you're a gambling man, that's that's a that's a uh, yeah, I got that's the, a stat you'd like to know right there. I put the Dodgers in a parlay. You might want to put them in a lot of parlays. They're minus two forty-five. Houston minus two thirty. It comes out to plus one hundred two. You could throw Boston in there maybe if you like them. Minor in that park against Rodriguez. Rodriguez has actually been pitching pretty good for the Red Sox. They're minus two hundred. Uh, Barrios in Minnesota should beat Duffy minus two thirty. You might want to just put a parlay together and hope way. for the best. Yeah, I don't. There's going to be one game that screws you. Who knows? The Atkins, Archer, the Atkins trends of the day. Atkins diet trends of the day. The uh, Cleveland Indians are fourteen and zero straight up as favorites of more than uh, minus one ten after a game as a home favorite. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in which they had more <laughs> strikeouts than hits. Ooh. Yet Cincinnati's trend says they play well against the Central, and yeah. they're playing each other tonight in the Battle of Ohio. I don't trust yeah, Cleveland those are, in that game. Those are contrasting trends. Smash, uh, here, here's, smash. A, here's a big one. Yep. The Kansas City Royals are 0-19 straight up as underdogs of plus 140 or more off a home game in which they struck out at least 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> They've lost these games by an average of 5.42 runs. Yep. 
The Kansas City Royals are 0-11 straight up after a game in which Hunter Dozier struck out at least twice. <laughs> wow. So it's a pretty in-depth. Uh, sure is. I don't know, man. The Royals are 0-11 after everything, pretty I'm, much. I mean, I they never win. No. So, of course, like, you know, what? You're kind of picking on Hunter Dozier here. That's yeah, not really fair. They're 0-11 after he strikes out two times or more. It's ridiculous. It's just, is that a trend about no. Hunter Dozier, no. or is it just that, no, Kansas no. City no. lose a lot, a lot of know, games? You know what you could say in that trend? Insert Royal player here, right? They, he just gets picked on. The Royals are just, they've gone down. They're like a farm right. team now. The, the Twins are 17-0 straight up since the start, the start of the 2017 season when with Barrios on the hill when facing a team that has averaged more than seven-point strikeouts per game and allowed less than 5.6 runs per game. It looks like the Twins are the play tonight, Cam. It's funny you mentioned that. They're our survivor pool in our, le- in our league. We're, we're rising Still the Twins. Still alive. So yeah, we've got 13 teams left. Yeah, but uh, there's it's it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, I would really love to split 20 grand, Gabe. It would uh, be life-changing for me. Kind of like when you... Uh, won all that money in the super contest i need a big score it'd be great uh zach elfin right now efflin right he now. got hurt. he isn't he hurt he just got hurt yeah he only went um 7.5 dk points why did he leave the game yeah he's on uh one of my buddy's fantasy teams i think uh, i think i think there was something wrong yeah he, he did get hurt i'm almost positive it was him was it oh, he's, no he's, he still, still he's, he's still in the game all right. oh okay sorry Who's, who's, who am I talking about? On, who got hurt? He's uh, got 7.5 DK oh, points okay. right now, yeah. Okay, then, no, sorry. You scared I, that's me, my, like you no, left that's the my game fault. That's my, no, that's my fault, that's my fault. Ah, oh, that's what, it, okay, sorry. Yeah, I didn't put him in a, didn't put him in a lineup. That's what the notification was about. Sorry, I thought he got hurt, but he's not in my buddy's team's lineup. That's what, that's what's happening there on the fantasy baseball board. Yeah, my mistake. Yeah, he's, he's doing okay. Uh, th- thanks, Cam. <laughs> Anything else to add? No, just I screwed up. <laughs> you got anything else? I got a, I got a parlay for you. Uh, supposedly the Dodgers and the Brewers are now the leading uh, suitors. For Manny Machado? For Manny Machado. Yeah. I think the Dodgers would probably be, uh, that's the ultimate push right there. Uh, the Dodgers, Dodgers historically, you know, looks, number one, they have money. But they sure number do. two, they always have a ton of prospects and good young players yep. as well. Very good point. The Dodgers have always done a nice job of trading without really giving up players off their roster as well. Ken Rosenthal, who's pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty reliable guy, I respect. Says Dodgers and Brewers are the front runners. Machado, uh, the Indians are now also in a mix. Uh, Indians uh, don't want to pick up the sixteen sixteen million dollars rest on his contract. I don't, you know, I don't know what the, the 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 Baltimore Orioles are playing with fire every time they roll Machado out here. <laughs> I know exactly. You guys should just freaking trade him before he gets hurt. Yep. If he does, think think about uh, yeah everything down the tubes. You can get a lot for Machado right now. The guy's still a great player on a horrible team. Uh, you're right. Every time he goes out there, it gets dangerous for them. I can't believe how bad Baltimore is this year too. Like you, you know, they're not a good baseball team. They're Awful. See, the thing is, the Dodgers, they, they it opens up a hole because Corey Seager's out. Mm. Since Corey Seager's out, the Dodgers would get Manny Machado. and Because some teams want Manny Machado to play third base. Mm-hmm. And I guess Machado doesn't want to play third base. He prefers to play, play shortstop. Yeah, exactly. So um, the Dodgers told Artella Machado that he would play shortstop for them. 
and then the Dodgers would move Chris Taylor to second base. That's that's the Dodgers' plan if they pull this off. So Turner playing third, and the Dodgers would trade prospects, not anybody basically off the roster. Makes a lot of sense for the Dodgers too, man. You got to make that final push. In the in the American League too, like look at Cleveland, they still got to battle Boston. You still got to battle the Yankees. You still got to battle Houston. There's no guarantees. I think the Dodgers are a very very good bet to win the World Series. It's 13 to 1 in yeah. that range right now. And why? Because you just brought it up. The Houston Astros, New York Yankees, and Boston Red Sox, Cleveland yeah. freaking Indians, they all have to deal with each exactly. other. Exactly. They have four or no, five superpowers. There's no avoiding anybody here. Yeah. Yeah, now is a lot weaker. Pass. Yep. And Boston or New York are going to have to play a single game wild card. All right, who are you taking, Cam? What are your picks? Four game parlay at plus 334. Dodgers, Houston, Minnesota, Boston. Lean to San Francisco, minus 125. Philadelphia, minus 165. And Milwaukee, minus 140. Small plays, Gabe. Have a great show, buddy. All right, Jude Dinkmeyer will join us next to talk some Major League Baseball DFS. He's smarter than me or Cam is when it comes to this stuff.